Did you ever ask, did you ever ask yourself this question? If God is so loving and so good, why is the world so messed up? Do you ever ask yourself the question, if God is so loving and so good, and we're all here worshiping and celebrating him, why did my friend's mom die of cancer a few weeks ago? Or why did my little brother get sick? Or uh, why did when I come to school today, my friends just decided this was the day to be mean to me? If God is so loving, why is the world so messed up? We had this cute little squirrel in our front yard, and we're running across before school a couple days ago. It's dead. I looked at it a few hours later. It was absolutely flat. Why do bad things happen? And this series that we're in is about the story of God, which is really the whole Bible, the story of God. And tonight, the leaders of chaos wanted me to tell you and talk about what's called the fall. Now, in order to talk about the fall, we have to review last week's lesson, which is creation. And I brought a, a symbol. I want you to, when you see this beautiful, fragile glass vase, I want you to think, this is how God created the world. It's like perfect. And in the Garden of Eden, where God put Adam and Eve, like everything was good. Adam and Eve were best friends. God came in the night and walked with them. Everything was good. The animals and humans had a great relationship. Plants thrived. Everything was great until the fall. Genesis chapter 3, second stage of God's story. Let me read a couple of verses. Now the serpent... Now the serpent, the snake, was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, this is Eve, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Lie one. God never said that. Lie one. The woman said to the serpent, yo, we can eat of any fruit we want except for. There's one tree right in the middle that God wanted to give us a way to love him back and he gave us one tree that we could obey and not eat from so that we could love God. And Satan said, well, what would happen if you ate from that tree? And uh, Eve said, well, God told us we would die. Second lie, Satan said to her, the serpent said, you won't die. You'll get as smart as God. And then you, all of you grew up in the church, know what happened? Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of that tree and it broke the world. What I wanted to do tonight was take this fragile glass world and I just want to like smash it. But you know what some people told me? They said, Dave, if you do that, you're going to get a lot of blood in the front rows. There's like people who are going to have glasses, glass stuck out of their faces and stuff. And you know what I said? I said, it's okay with me, because that's what happened when the world broke. Everything got messed up. So, why did your friend's mom die of cancer? Because of the fall. Why are some of you from divorced families, 
and your family's not what you hope it'll be? The fall. Why do some of you have loved ones who died in car crashes? Or have little brothers or sisters in the hospital right now? Because of the fall. Because the world is not the way God made it. It got wrecked at the fall. When Adam and Eve chose not to love God, but instead to obey Satan, the world broke. It just broke. Do you know in the Garden of Eden, there were no tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunamis. There was no disease, no cancer. Do you know in the Garden of Eden, the way God wanted the world to be? There was not any death ever. Nothing died. Nothing. And then the fall. And everything got wrecked. So if you go to school tomorrow, tomorrow and you're feeling moody and you're mean to someone, you have hateful thoughts, it's because of the fall. The fall. The fall broke people. It broke the world. It broke relationships. And it broke our relationship with God the Father. And so we've got creation, step one. We've got the fall, step two. And I can't stop with the fall. I have to talk about God's antidote to the fall. And the antidote to the fall, the thing that's going to fix the world, I'll hear this, is the first coming of Jesus. Jesus was born in a manger on Christmas, and he came to, first of all, fix your and my heart. He came to fix our hearts. And now, here's what he wants you and me to do right now. If I had slammed this down and there were chunks of glass everywhere, you know what he wants me to do with my life once I become a follower of Jesus? He wants me to jump down, pick up a couple pieces, and start to put his world back together the way he intended it to be. And you go, well, how do you do that, Dave? Well, here, here's a couple pieces. I saw it last night at a Pete volleyball game. When someone made a bad play, you know what their teammates did? They encouraged them. I saw it at a football game where um, there was a bad play and a guy missed a block and he picked up and he said, how's the world supposed to be? And when he came back to the huddle, the guy said, hey, it's okay. Actually, there's a story of this on the front page of tonight's sports page. Listen to this. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Because what the Cedar Falls High School football team this, this week they did, they jumped down, they found a couple pieces of glass, and they started building the world back the way it was supposed to be. Let me tell you what the article says. By the way, CF beat Ankeny 27 to 28. The headline says, Ankeny mom leaves the dome as a Cedar Falls football fan. Let me say that again. Ankeny mom leaves the dome as a CF football fan. You know why? 
Again, they were building the world the way it was supposed to be. The Cedar Falls players, after the game, they were lining up to shake hands with all of the Ankeny players, and they noticed that over on the sideline was a manager, a special needs manager in a wheelchair. And CF players didn't leave him over there. They actually ran over to the sidelines, and they shook his hand. His mom was in the stands. His mom said, I started to cry. She actually sent the email to the athletic director of Cedar Falls High School. It's on the front page of the paper tonight. You know what happened? That mom said, I love those boys. They made a difference to my son. And you know what they did? They took the world and they put it back together. Just a little piece. It's so cool. So when you can encourage someone who's having a bad day, that's like getting down and picking up a couple pieces and like putting them together. Like saying, that's the way the world's supposed to be. And every one of you, in the power of Christ, every one of you, every one of you can do that tomorrow morning. This is the story of God. God created a perfect world. Everything worked right. Everything worked right. Then the sin of Adam and Eve wrecked the world. And you and me today, after we give our hearts to Jesus, he gives us the power to put it back together. There's one more piece of this story I just have to tell you. I almost can't not teach anymore without this. There's a day coming. There's a day coming. There's a day coming. When Jesus is going to come back a second time, He's going to make the world brand new, better than ever. There's a day coming. The Bible says, when the lion will lie down with the lamb. There's a day coming when nothing will ever die again. Nobody will be sad. Nobody will be mean. There's a day coming when you will have important work to do and live a life completely thrilling, there's a day coming. God created a world that was wonderful. The fall bashed it. We're living in the in-between times where we can take little pieces of the world and put them back together in the power of God, and there's a day coming. I cannot tell you how excited I am when I stand in the back back there and I see you guys worshiping and learning and being in small groups and learning about God. Because the story of God, it's the story of life. It's the story of hope. So in your small groups, when you share in a little bit, I wrote some questions for you. When you share... Share as deep and as honest as you can tonight, even though I know this is the first time together. Because God wants us to put the world back together his way. He wants to fix us inside, and he wants to use us to fix the world. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to worship. Thank you so much for your attention. Let's pray. Okay, let's pray. Dear God, we are middle school, junior high students. Father, Thank you for the, every person in this room. Thank you that they came tonight. Thank you that they um, are working to know you better and better. 
Thank you that we have the work to do to put uh, a small piece of the world back together the way you wanted it to be. Father, thank you for your story in the Bible, and thank you now that we worship you. And I pray for every small group that meets in here in a few minutes that uh, it would be a powerful time of uh, sharing and a powerful time of listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.